0: So, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, friends. Welcome to Cray Without Belts. I'm John. I'm Jeremy. And we're not going to rush this podcast, but gosh darn it, are we not going to faff around tonight with no notes and a completely impromptu subject? Jeremy, how the heck are you doing? Uh, Keep my head above water. That's about it. Yeah, ain't ain't that everyone these days? I feel about the same Ospreys and Ospreys and loudspeakers notwithstanding.
1: <laughs> Hopefully, what have I'm you been
0: up to, to in training this week?
1: Be perfectly honest, I I was doing work on my uh, lake house, getting it ready for rental season. We got renters in there now, so I uh, I actually pulled my hamstring getting stuff moved and moved off the decks down onto the docks and stuff. So, man, I I'll be perfectly honest, I've all I've really been doing is doing some hand motions with. uh with uh manji and cheesies and that's been about it I'll, I'll, i got you got a pair of cheesies over on my, my computer and so whenever i need to take a break i just you know just kind of flip them strike flip them strike you know and that's about it so
0: i got to figure out a way a place to get manji sign out because apparently i don't know how uh, how true this is but apparently shirado can't do manji sign anymore apparently shirado has shut down production on all side so both really? sai and manji, both sai manji sai and Nandibo. This is what I heard from a Facebook link that may or may not be the case. So I've got to find a new source for relatively inexpensive manji sai.
1: Good so, luck on that
0: part. Yeah, mm. I know. I know. Yeah, this week's been fun with training. We there was the bunkai jam yesterday that I just managed to make. A uh, friend of the podcast, Tawari. Held a big little Zoom thing where he just essentially said, throw me a, bu- throw me a move in Akata that I don't know. And came up with bunkai from it. And That's a bunch cool. of people from a bunch of different places participated. So that was fun. That was uh, cool. As I mentioned before, in a different show, I worked with Chucks a lot this week. Uh, I know you'd, li- you'd like that topic. So oh, yeah. maybe we'll have to do like a side video just on Chucks alone. I think I, your experience with them, I think would be fun to talk to and talk to and possibly trying to replicate your first experience with them.
1: <laughs> yeah. I get, yeah. It's been an interesting story the first time.
0: <laughs> yeah. But we're going to just leave that as a teaser. You see yeah. our audience will have to, will have to wait and see for that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That was the first weapon I learned. So it was kind of interesting. So
0: this week I focused primarily on not doing Kata, but, doing just the essential parts of the goddess and breaking them down and doing essentially joe box but joe box movement and not even really focusing with the footwork just essentially moving in the joe box with these weapons and also a lot of bag work a lot of plenty of running i would say i got super sunburned on friday uh which because i'm an idiot and i was like come on kids field trip mr john where's your hat and sunblock Come you on, kids, some, field trip.
1: So, hey, look at the positive. You got some vitamin D. There you go. All
0: right. There we go. I got all the vitamin D, and I can stay inside the whole weekend. We're on Golden Week this week in Japan. So, hooray. Uh, Showa Day and Children's Day and Green Day and all the fun days, but not that kind of Green Day. Yeah. 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 Dog all right. What? You like Green Day? I don't know, man. So, early stuff's really good, but uh, yeah. that, later, that later on early 2000s turn, eh. Yeah. Just too yeah. much eye makeup. No, I got you. I understand.
1: <laughs> Jeremy's about the
0: of... eye makeup. No, I'm <laughs> just screaming on that. Hey, I'm more of an 80s guy, so.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: I know. We, just, we just record, I just managed to finish the the last Dragon edit, so that's finally up. After almost a month, so, But that's all my fault, because I was like, I'm going to record a bunch of stuff before I move. Then I moved. Then I have to you know, do all the things of life of new things when you move, like job and placement and figuring things out, which prevented me from editing podcasts, which will not be the case anymore. So hopefully.
1: It, it, it is interesting. What was it? A buddy of mine and I, we got into a little bit of trivia with hair bands and stuff about a couple of weeks ago. And so it came up on uh, Michael Bolton of all people, you know. And they're like, Michael Bolton, I'm like, yeah, he started out as a heavy metal headbanger. It wasn't—he wasn't the. His first album was actually a very, really pretty good, hard rock heavy metal uh, album. So I was like, it was actually good. <laughs> so yeah,
0: that that's where I I find it interesting where people where you can compare martial arts with music in that regard. Where people aren't really super surprised, where I don't know, an MMA guy was actually a traditional martial artist, or some traditional martial artists can do tournament work just as well. Yes. So, how much do you ever want to focus on that's anyone's business. But <clears throat> I feel today we were having this like hour long, hour some odd chat, and just yeah, catching up. And you came upon a topic and you were like, let's talk about this right now. And I was like, really? It's kind of late. Let's talk about it right now, Jeremy. What are we talking about?
1: Well, one of the things we were talking about, you know, we were kind of reliving some of our, you know, fun experiences at seminars and stuff. And I I think the topic that came out was more: what's the best way to most efficiently get the most out of a seminar, Mm. a martial arts seminar. I mean, I've been to many. I I I couldn't even tell you how many I've been to. I'd say probably in the twenty-five, thirty, 30, may, maybe close to 50, I don't know, different seminars I've been to. And I, I've always learned that you get out of it what you put into it. And not so much the direction of what what's actually being taught at the seminars. And I mean, people, oh my goodness, you mean tell me you off script? Absolutely. I'll find somebody that knows something some way, somehow, somewhere. And I'm like, all right, I kind of want to know this. And try to get them, try to be able to get one on one time with them or, or sometime be able to work with them. And usually that's one of the best ways to get stuff out of it. And I found a lot of times it's not so much a structured class, it's more almost a mentoring type of a deal.
0: Yeah, it has to be under this coming out of our conversation it has to be from someone or it has to be from an interaction and yeah. I, I know that sounds a little strange but it's like it has to be somebody has to be really really intent on leading or there has to be something that attracts and that attracts people to what you, what's going on to getting everybody on the floor I, I've i've well, got two i've got two examples of that but
1: one example I've got was um, while i bow. that that weapon I I'd wanted to learn for ten years, could not find anybody that would teach me, no one. And finally, I'm at a seminar and you know I'm just kind of asking around, who who does this, who who actually does this? And finally, they point me, now if you want to learn it, this is who you're going to learn it from. So I went and talked to him. Like, you know, the guy laughed at me to be perfectly honest the very first time. And I'm like, no, I'm dead serious. He goes, okay, what do you got? You know, br- bring whatever you got to to the seminar tomorrow morning. I'm like, what time do you want to meet? And he goes, he's like, can you be here? He like, seminar starts at 9. Can you be here at 6.30 in the morning? I'll be here. I was there at like 6.15. I mean, I'm sitting there waiting on him. You know, he came in... A little bit after 6 30 I don't think he was expecting me to be there, and I'm there, and he goes, "Okay, you're serious. Okay, here we go." And so I started learning that way. That is then,
0: the trick. That yeah. is the trick. That is how you know. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, whoever's going to teach
1: you, they want to know. I mean, they want to share the knowledge. I mean, I'm I'm the same way. I mean, if somebody comes up to me, yeah, I love to share the knowledge. I really do, mm. I, but it's like, I also want to know, if I share this, are you actually going to be a little bit dedicated towards it, or are you just wanting to put it as a checklist item on your cap of crap that you know?
0: How you know? fast do they pull out of their phones yeah. and say, do it for me while yeah. I film you? Yeah. That, Especially, it, now. Especially now.
1: Especially now, now. Now, you know what? I don't have a problem with it if it's after I've shown them what I'm wanting to show. Them. I mean, I get that, but like, if I haven't, if I haven't worked with them at all or anything like that,
0: if you don't know, like, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm like, get, go the hell away. You know, I don't care. You know, I mean, if you, if you want to be some dipshit, leave me alone. So
0: we just broke a PG 13 rating. There we oh, go. <laughs> um, all right. All
1: right. I mean, I mean I mean, you want to be a professional white belt, you know, leave me alone. Just you know, if you really want to study it, if you want to study it, then study it.
0: Yeah, and and I feel like, especially if it's not somebody you know, especially if you're the person who's doing that, right? You Mm -hmm. need to be willing to do what is being asked of you. It's it is something, especially in America, especially now, everyone is. And I see things these days where it's like you can pay for this and you can get X, Y, Z class for of X, uh, Y, Z martial art or weapon or whatever. Yeah. There, I understand the thought behind that. Mm-hmm. That is going to you are either not going to be successful or you are contributing to the death of the arts in mm-hmm. a way because you are taking away you are turning that purely into a transaction. Mm-hmm. What you just talked about is not a transaction. That is that is that is the beginning that that is the start of building some form of a relationship
1: absolutely I mean and for years I mean whenever I have a question I mean I'd call the guy up like hey I'm working on this what 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 should I be looking for what what am I what am I accomplishing with this you know what I mean you know I sometimes I'd leave a message sometimes you know he'd get back to me so I mean it was it was it was, it was a great experience I mean, when I mean, knew was very tedious and i mean i stuck through the whole thing i mean he was shocked i mean it took several seminars where he was at to to teach me you know okay you learn this, this, this part and learn this part and learn this part so so it, it was a good time
0: so well and speaking to the unique nature of it right because especially with uh some of the stuff we've done we've needed to do that because of yeah. just how like people live in different places and then you know there is and like nun Tibo is a great example of you really need to break it into pieces and you really need to to know what you're doing and you actually do need the weapon yeah which is difficult to find and hard and like and and very expensive so you know i i completely see why he would the person who was teaching you had have reluctance even teaching it. I don't know why you had reluctance in, in teaching some, I don't think you had reluctance, but especially when some of the, some of that stuff you were starting to teach us.
1: And, and I get his point because I mean, that's not, that's not something that's easily picked up. Yeah. And a lot of people get frustrated, you know, after, you know, first handful of moves like, man, well, I think I'll go do something else. I'm going to do something a little easier. Like when, when I'm teaching Sire side. Sire, you know, i I teach a lot of stuff that's that's incorporated with with what I mean would you agree or no
0: No I mean I, I would totally agree that I mean it all fits together in some way and part of that is because that's how you see it that's how you mm-hmm. taught it to a lot of us but a part of that is is that you picked up on that and made that an emph- made that an emphasis the dna of that teaching that you got is now in other people yeah, and hopefully it spreads out where you see other people who don't, who who miss that beat, who miss that 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 desire to. Well, I'm gonna go do this, and I'm gonna go do this at six thirty in the morning, and I'm gonna put away the camera, and I'm just gonna work with this guy, and we're gonna do this and this something I I want to accomplish. And I think that's a that's the what I guess one mindset we can say for seminar, and it'd just be interested to even break down this idea, but and we don't have all the time for that is to just be dedicated to the one thing rather than jump around, do the jump around where it's just 50 different oh, techniques.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you, you go to these seminars and you get people that try to pick it up and I get it. I mean, it's like a buffet of knowledge. It really is. And you're trying to pick up as much as you can, which in that aspect, yeah, that's a great thing. But when you get home, how much did you actually retain? You know, I'll be perfectly honest. Whatever the main part of that, that that seminar really was, I could, I mean, I could tell you maybe a little bit, you know, the different three or four seminars that we went through. I could tell you a little bit about what each one was, but not a lot. Well, yeah. I guarantee you, I now under, I mean, from those, I understand new table because that's what I wanted to really pick it up. I mean that was it wasn't like a feather in my cap, hey I can teach this stuff. No, it was something I wanted to know, period. You now I I had a driving force
0: that I wanted to know it. And that is what I feel is lacking. Yes. Nowadays. Not and that's not from everybody, but it's also the re- the the being able to see everything is in some ways taken away this desire to learn. It's taking away this desire to search. It's taking mm-hmm. away this desire to, to to pick things up. And I think for good or ill. I think it's great for to, to, to see stuff on YouTube and be able to kind of experience and, and play a little. But to actually like want to go after something, yeah, it's a different story. Right. But um I
1: agree. So I mean what I mean, what what was one of your I mean, we'll just kind of share some of our experiences that we
0: it's a, it's a story. To, it's a story time podcast. Story time. Yeah, story time. One I want to bring up. and This is in memory of a friend of ours who passed away last year. Yeah. His uh, our friend Guile, and he, he he only had a very indirect hand in this. But I didn't feel, I feel like if he wasn't on the floor with us, then it wouldn't have happened. Because at the time, everyone, kind of some of the folks we were working with. Looked down on using teaching techniques or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a non, it's kind of a non, this is not a completely nonsense move. And it, anybody who was there should know, should have, should understand that. Regardless, there was a there's group of guys been new to what we were doing. And I was just walking them through a basic thing. And I was like, oh, and I was tapping into something was shown to me four four or five years prior and I was like, well, this is a possibility of it of playing. And it was just basically punch peri parry arm bar, punch, peri parry, arm bar. Mm-hmm. And then two large and two testing groups from different dojos came over we were like, we're working on that. What are you doing? I was like, we're doing this. And then somehow this what went from this small you know two or three guys working together on this small tiny little exercise to really basic technique went into an entire room and i mean fairly big room you know the room i'm talking about no oh, yeah no i know of everyone doing this and i really wasn't trying to lead it i was just like okay and then uh friend of ours walks in and then and then guile walks in with him he's like what are you guys doing and i was like we're just doing some techniques he's like oh awesome great and so he gets on and gets out there and he starts showing this yeah you could do this and then you could do that and it was just this i don't know i don't think it went on for super long but it went on for a decent two hours just like organically growing into this like oh quick if you if you punch this way and you you do this technique one way you can get the guy on the ground this way if you do it another way you can you can drop him down and then uh our other friend uh greg was thrown was kind of thrown in and everyone kind of looks at greg one way but you do not really see his tactician side he's actually really really great with with techniques and and understanding leverage um and he was thrown in there too and it just turned into this unintentional unplanned like th- two or three hour jam session on just this one tiny thing we were working on from the top yeah. and oh. i will never forget that yeah. i will, and and those are the kind of you don't have that you can't you can't really make that happen and um, trying to make that happen is, is really hard to do but it's just letting it go because those other groups of testing people could have just stayed where they are and not come over to us and started doing what we were doing. Yeah. But I don't know. It was two people, two or three guys working on a technique. And then suddenly you know, these guys who've serious skill and knowledge and experience walk on the floor and then the whole tone changes. And I feel like that's a, it at its best. You know, having that, having that opportunity just to
1: explore, you know, I mean, you can say, oh, this works and this doesn't work. But when you really
0: see when something works, when something doesn't work, I mean, that that's invaluable. And and then having a bunch of people to do it with yes. having a bunch of people who you do not regularly see, who you do not regularly work with the body types, the reactions, the the levels of experience, the levels of skill. To a degree, I think essentially seminars are the non should be more considered a non-competitive form of a tournament kind of i mean because you're meeting up with a bunch of different people from a do- bunch of different places and even if you're not in the same even if you are in the same lineage or whatever in the same style or the same whatever they, they do, dojo a and dojo b don't practice the same they
1: right. no, no can be very
0: similar but they don't practice the same no so you're going to get very different things out of very different people. And I think that's super important. Yeah. Super important. Absolutely. Um, I think between our two stories here, I think it shows the the breadth of what what those times can be.
1: Right. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and the other thing, I mean, the thing, it the seminar actually creates kind of a tool for you to basically network with people that's that's where you're going to get your knowledge it's not so much hey i went to i went to this class with so-and-so great what did you get out of it don't know but i went to this class with so-and-so you know i mean that's usually the answer that's a cover yeah and i don't know i mean breaking people out of that kind of mold i remember Another really cool moment. I, I was I showing some some uh, people around. They are um, from another country. You know, they they had done a lot of tournament style uh, martial arts, and this was kind of their first um, experience with more of a, I I, I guess more of a lifestyle martial arts, or, you know, lifetime martial art, and so they were new to weapons, I'll, I'll never forget this, they're new to weapons, and they're like, oh, yeah, and I'm like, what, what, what makes a weapon, you know, and I was just kind of asking them some basic questions and stuff, and one guy really liked the bow, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, he's just picking up a stick, I mean, literally, he's just picking up a stick and just whipping it around, I'm like, come here, I want to show you something. This is a stick. I mean, it was basically a broom handle that was turned into a bow or a jaw or whatever. Yeah. And I'll never forget this. I'm like, okay, feel this. Just just do a couple movements, do that. And then I handed him mine. And I'm like, do the same movements with this. And, it, I mean, it just instantly popped. I mean, he was getting the stuff down with whatever stick he was using. But when he was using mine, because... I don't know what it is. I mean, that's one of the things I've always taken very seriously is my is the weapons training. And when I train with weapons, I usually have weapons that are balanced. I mean, it's just it's just me because I, I want if I'm not using that, I can find the balance in whatever whatever thing I'm picking up. Whether it's a broom handle, whatever, I can find that balance very, very quickly, and I think that's key. But then I, I had the guy work with my my weapon, and he, I mean, his eyes just got about as big as saucers. Just like this feels so different. I'm like, that's the difference between a stick and a weapon. There's different. There's a difference. It's a, you can do movements with a stick, but you can't truly know what how it is a weapon unless you see the balance of a weapon and it really i mean it was funny this was probably the highlight of this some other people from from their country came over the next year and he pulls me aside with all the other people with him it's like hold on i want to show you something okay so he does the entire lesson that i just did a year previously with him to all these other people, I know what you're and talking about, huh? I think Yo, you were talking about I, you were. I think you were there. I you think I was.
0: Been, I'm just. I'm trying I to think, remember who. The, I'm trying to remember who this was. I think I know what uh, you're talking. We'll we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll, we'll
1: talk. About it. I, I I don't want to. I don't want to like point them out. But we're talking. But, we're talking.
0: We're talking about these instances to 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 uh, to talk to talk to, to report the, the crime, but we're hiding the names to, re- to protect the innocent. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, but I mean. It, I mean, it really, it really, that was one of the stories that over the years really hit me right in the heart because it's like I actually taught something that stuck with this guy that, that was so important that he wanted to replicate it in front of me, just, just exactly how I taught him the year before. And I thought that was like, I I thought that was pretty awesome. So,
0: well, and that goes to show that if you, to, why the seminar why the gathering i i don't really like the word seminar but the i don't why why having a group of just bunch of different people coming together is so freaking important because they're gonna people are gonna pick some stuff up inadvertently or intentionally and i'm interested to know whether or not how far or how far that person's now taking that but that that's where i feel the intentionality behind being at a seminar right being somebody with experience who had good experiences, right? Right, because how much of that was Pat? Go back to all those years, right, when you learned nunchi, yeah. Right. And flash forward to when you were teaching that. Had yeah. you not had that experience of t- of getting nunchi and having that with somebody, would you? Th- do you think you would have? You could have just like seen that kid do bow or whatever, and then just be like, yeah, okay. But you actually went out of your way to 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 show him that how much of that was like passing on a piece of d i had to say passing on a piece of dna but passing on that that attitude that that culture to a degree that that openness that willingness to show when others wouldn't or others don't see you know other than just oh yeah he's doing it all right it's over
1: yeah i mean I i guess sometimes i'm kind of a goofy dude but you know i i pick up on a lot of i wouldn't say like Ooh, you know, I'm all that in a bowl of cherries. I mean, I I just pick up on a lot of a lot of things that are a lot of subtleties that yeah. I think are, very, are that are very very important. That I think if you concentrate on on the technique or this or the kata or or whatever, if you just concentrate on that, you miss you miss the true goal of what's really being taught.
0: And you don't have enough people who are willing to. And go a, go the extra mile because there could have, that lesson could have been taught in a couple different ways okay. right well, and, well, and, well, and, that, well. and 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 that's where I think feel that having the multiple perspectives because the person who presides over that guy could have just been like no don't listen to them just listen to me how many times have we seen that where all these groups of people come and they just congregate together and they don't do anything else or talk to anybody else right yeah. that's when right. it really is just a tournament like a seminar name only and it's like a weird tournament. To a degree.
1: Yeah, I I remember I remember one instance. Um yeah, the, I, I was I was really trying to teach somebody something about one of the more advanced katas that we do. I was really trying to teach him something. He got to the point where he confronted me to where it's like, well, that's not what my instructor said. And I went full on just total jerk drill instructor on him I mean to this day I feel a little bad about it but the other part I'm like I I really never talked to him again because I I don't think he was ever comfortable coming back up to me after that I I didn't mean it that way but it was like it, it was almost like damn it you're not seeing the lesson that I'm trying to teach you you're not getting the you're not getting with the importance of what I'm trying to show you. Not that I had all the answers, but it was like I had this one.
0: (laughs) Well, it's also another, I mean, there's a certain maturity where you get to where it's just like, wait, that does not look like other thing that I learned from other place. You know, this way when how programmed are you to the point where it's like, you can't reckon where it's like, congratulations, you recognize that's that what you do in other place or do you realize that's might be something that could benefit you in some way by seeing somebody else do it a different way? Right. Just an idea, but yeah, I, yeah. I,
1: yeah. I mean, to this day, it's still. I mean, not so much that I'm mad at the person; it's more, I'm more irritated at the the way that the person came into the training and how he was approaching it. It yeah. was like i'm I'm here to train, but I'm really not here to learn,
0: yeah, and and that's where it's like that is that's something i found that's hard sometimes, especially when it's like when you have the kind of the opposite approach where, where when the opposite happens when it's like you're working with people or like, this is an outside block, guys. this is an outside block. See, you're doing an outside block. I'm like, yeah, doing this twenty years. Kind of yeah. know what that is, but the you know the other side of that is you have to be able to. Okay, that guy's doing that for a reason. He's doing that for the benefit of other people around me. Perhaps I can kind of in in the group be more valuable, even though I'm not going to be like, Yeah, I already freaking know that man. I learned that when I was, you know, rather than doing that, for those who might feel the need to shout that out or walk away, find a way to make that beneficial for both for yourself and for the other people around you. yeah um, because you might be surprised at what actually happens yeah exactly i think maybe the one other story i have uh it relates to kind of tangentially to what we were talking about but uh some people change over the the years and when you first meet them you think one thing about them and then you know where they are now it might be different but you know there's two guys who when i first met them i was kind of a little taken aback. I was much younger. These guys were kind of older. They looked like they'd been doing it for years and they were just kind of joking about it the entire time, but they were also taking it seriously, which I feel implanted a piece of uh, kind of the way I see things today. When I had gone to a particular seminar and I did not know the Katas, I just did not know them. I had seen them, but my initial training did not uh, teach me them. And it's been like, it was a weird point of contention with some of the people I originally trained with is like why they didn't do the pinyon katas or whatever. And you know, they, they, a lot of people get p- pissy about that, mm-hmm. but these guys, at least when I originally met them, at least how I originally knew them, just got a group of us together. And we were just all over the smorgasbord in terms of age experience, whatever. And we were all in this like real small patch of grass and in the better part of a late morning to early afternoon, we just went through all the all the pinion katas. We learned all of them and did all of them in just really relaxed and somewhat joking way. Yeah. And some people would say, "How did you learn all the pinion katas at once?" I was like, "Kind of because of that." Yeah. And being able to get a group of people together, didn't know each other, didn't really really know what what they were doing originally, uh, and, and being able to take away them from that. I can say that that's probably if I wasn't open to that and, and maybe wasn't uh, so excited to get the pinan katas because there was other people who were there who were like oh, I've done the pinan katas before. I looked at them and was like I've never done the pinan before, and they're like what? I'm like yeah, what's wrong with you? Nothing. What's wrong with you? So <laughs> that kind yeah. of, that kind of instance, I really that really speaks out as one of those other cherished seminar memories that. I feel wouldn't have happened in other places, so and I think it was just only reserved for that time, and I don't necessarily think we could replicate today. But
1: yeah, I, you know, I mean, there are there are a lot of different things that you know over the years, and you know, sometimes I'm trying to remember, you know, some seminars I remember lots of stuff, and some seminars it's like, man, I just wasted a lot of money for nothing. But the bottom line is, I mean, the ones that I got the most out of is ones I made happen. It wasn't so much what they were teaching. Yeah. So. And,
0: and then some, and and this is where it's you, your particip, not just attendance, but participation, your involvement. Yeah. This is where I always feel scared because I feel like I'm, I'm screwing up or I'm, I'm imposing on people or I'm, I'm, I'm putting people out or something like that. You know what I mean? If I don't get involved, if I don't try to say something or do something, what's going to happen?
1: You know, I I think, you know, over the years, this is what, this is my, my take on it. The greatest compliment to somebody is for somebody to come up to you and ask you to teach them something that you know and, and learn it with all their heart. I I think that, I think that, I, I think that is Maybe one of the greatest things I've ever gotten out of doing martial arts. Period. You know, whether it's similar or wherever. But I mean, for me, yeah. I mean, you know, having somebody come up to me is like, "Hey, I really want you to teach me this. I know you know it, it but yet yeah, stick with it. Not so much. Oh, it's going to do go somewhere else. I don't want to do this anymore. Because I'll be perfectly honest. I mean, I'm. I'm kind of more of a stickler on on teaching you know I'm like hey do this do this do this okay we're gonna do it again all right well we're gonna add a couple more moves we're gonna add a couple more techniques we're gonna keep going keep going keep going you know so I mean that's just kind of my two cents
0: but that is never something anyone should ever disregard in my opinion no because that I can tell testify to that. I'm not just saying that because we're friends. I'm not just saying that because you're like my you're like my budo uncle. I'm saying that because I've seen the difference between someone who care, cares about that and someone who doesn't care about that. And every time you end up better with someone who cares about that. And it people might not rub each other the right way. That's just life. But you should need to always look for those people who are gonna be sticklers for that. Who are gonna be more attention to nuance, yeah, so I,
1: you know it it's interesting I mean you mentioned this um, one of the guys I taught side um, to one of the first summer camps I went to it's it's interesting i mean him and I we we don't see eye to eye we don't we don't get along, but there's a mutual respect between two of us and I mean, even as of what a couple years ago, I mean, he he'd email me every once in a while I was like, hey, I was working on this. What was your intent on this? And I can at least appreciate the fact that you know he he still he's still thinking about the things that I was teaching him. So hey, I, I I have a lot of respect for the guy from from that perspective. Like I said, I don't always agree with him. Sometimes we don't get along, but I definitely res- respect that 100%. So, and I mean, and he's he's free
0: to contact me at any time. I, I think that's that's when you know you did your job right. Yeah, or at least I thought that's so. like well, a guy you don't always see eye to eye with, you sometimes disagree with, sometimes don't get along with, yet do you manage to put something in their head to the point where them yeah, that's when you know it's not done in- to a to a degree, that's a, that person's still a friend. Yeah. In a weird way. Yeah. Cool. Well, I hope folks listening to this understand that we're, we've talked about seminars before, but I think understanding these experiences isn't so much to say we're the ones who have these experiences. Hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. But rather, these are the experiences to look for. These are the experiences, especially if you're... The person who's in charge to facilitate to work towards and to allow to happen naturally that's the biggest thing i can say is that allow these things to happen naturally take charge where you need to and don't be afraid to have fun but if you're leading these things make sure one of them happens that's your job
1: and the other thing is you yeah. If you see something that you want in your heart, you know, I mean, you want. Some, I mean, not just not not a checklist item, but something you want to learn. Go after. It. I mean, you know, sh- show that. Ask and show that person you're you're dedicated to what you 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 actually want to learn this from them. And most people I've run into. If you do that and you show that you're that dedicated, if you if you're willing to bend over backwards, so will I.
0: Exactly. Well, Jeremy, what are you working on this week? Hopefully, my hamstring gets better.
1: That's the main thing right now.
0: Working, we're working on the stretches.
1: Yeah. Oh. I I hate I hate that was, it's a little work between that and having your back go out. Those are the worst things planet earth it's like just anyway so that, that's that's what i'm working on so.
0: i will be working more gonna keep working on nunchuck Sai, and tombo i feel like that's a grouping along with saison that i really want to work on I'm, I'm really one thing i want to find in the next couple odd time i don't really want to say weeks months or years I want to find the thing I can do, if that makes sense. I'll talk about a little bit more about that later, but I'm really looking for that thing that, like, especially when you're talking about demonstrations, Mm -hmm. what's the thing that I do? Yeah. Anyway, any closing closing remarks, Jeremy?
1: Um, I think we covered it pretty well, so.
0: Cool. Well, folks, thanks for listening. Jeremy, thank you for coming back on, even though I know it's really late. Thank you for yeah. for for kind of kicking my butt to be like we're recording. And I was like, all right, we are. And uh, folks, don't forget to keep on training.